0: Hello, welcome, Fuck Demons. I'm your host, and this is Sex News with Ray. Please support our existence on patreon.com slash sex news with Ray. I'm here with Astra from Astra on the Air, and I'm going to let her introduce herself to you. What's going on, guys? My name is Astra. I'm actually been
1: a radio personality for almost 20 years. Of course, you can find me on Instagram at Astra on the Air. I work here in New York City, and I'm also heard nationally on SiriusXM on Pitbull's Globalization. You're just
0: way too cool. <laughs> Actually, I feel like a sex demon now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, you know, uh, Asher and I met uh, doing another podcast, I think, for Guy Checker, where we just ended up talking about sex for an hour and a half. And I was Pretty like, much. I learned a lot. This is why we need to hang out again.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Actually, when you asked me to be on the podcast, I was like, absolutely. Yeah, I was um, talking about sex with strangers, almost strangers. I guess we're not strangers anymore after talking about our sex lives for an I hour like, and a half.
1: Yeah, I feel like I know what you look like naked without knowing what you look like. Naked. Yes, <laughs> it's
0: asymmetrical. <laughs> I can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, today's article is, uh, some, by the way, I should add, sometimes we do very serious news articles and sometimes we just have fun. And today I just wanted to have fun because I we talk about like consent and sexual assault a lot and that can be really heavy. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do something pleasant for once. A little light. So today's article is called, How the Zodiac Rules Your Sex Life. Matchmaking astrologer reveals the sexual personality and best positions for each star sign from tantric Virgos to Leos getting frisky on furniture. Oh. And I'm sure you can guess the legitimacy. of of the source. It is from the Daily Mail. September I actually like the Daily Mail. I'm not going to lie. The Daily Mail is kind of fun trash, but sometimes they have the most like sometimes I look at their articles. And I'm like, this is misinformation concerning mm-hmm. misinformation. That is true. It's like it's like one step above uh, what is it? The Inquirer? Yeah. <laughs> and I find like sometimes I have writers who are really fun and like trying to be open minded and sex positive. And then other times the writers are like, did you see what this woman wore? What a slag. And I'm like. <laughs> okay I see you're catering to literally everybody or trying to
1: oh my goodness I hear that
0: I also find that the way that their articles are written is just so clickbait trash but that's also why we're doing it today because sometimes clickbait trash is fun I mean you can't help it sometimes sometimes I will say that I do fall for that clickbait I'm like damn it but I had to just see me too and then sometimes they'll be like it's behind a paywall to read the rest I'm like nope your clickbait wasn't that good (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Absolutely not. No. I will never pay to read. You know what? I'll Google search it and find it anyway. The New York Times got me recently. There was an I was like out of my unlimited articles and there was one that I absolutely needed to read. And they're like, it's a sale, $2 a month. And then $20 a month after the first year, I'm like, we'll remember to cancel that before then. <laughs> was it okay. worth the read? Yes, actually.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then it's got your money's
0: worth. Yeah, it was about... I mean, totally unrelated to the article we're going to get into. It was a review of a study talking about how women are... Like workforces in general, over the course of 50 years, when women enter a workforce, the labor itself becomes devalued and the salaries and wages go down uh, because of bias and sexism. And I was having a conversation with a uh, straight white man, a few straight white men about this. And they're like, send me the article. So uh, at that point, I was like to win Not I don't even want to say to win the argument in the moment. I was like, I'm going to win this argument. But like later I was like, no, this is actually really important information that I think these straight white men need to know. So I paid for the (laughs) subscription just to be able to copy paste the article over to them. Well, I hope that you made an impact, because if you didn't, then that was a waste of two dollars. At least now I have access to it for the rest of the year.
1: Well, then that's good. Yeah. Perfect. Let's just hope they could put out some better articles for you for the rest of the year. They're going to start the new articles in January. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, a matchmaking astrologer has revealed the best sex positions and styles for each star sign so you can heat things up in the bedroom. Lucy Porter, 27, from London, not Ontario, London, England, the cool London, runs an astrology matchmaking service and is no stranger to knowing intimate details about her clients which is a very titillating statement daily mail Mm. the specialist who uses divination to play cupid for singles looking for love says there is even a link between zodiac signs and their preferred sex position so what is your star sign astra mine is scorpio of course you are a scorpio (laughs) that makes (laughs) why would you say that people think i'm a scorpio fuck demons tend to be okay oh when's your birthday November tenth. Mine is November twenty-sixth. Oh my goodness. I so miss your Scorp- Sag. Yeah, I literally miss a Scorpio cutoff by like four days. Okay.
1: Uh, well then you know what? You could be like Scorpio like partially. Maybe maybe you I, were yeah. just born
0: late. I actually wanna get my birth my birth uh chart read. I wanna know because apparently the sun I should add, before we get into this, do you believe in astrology? <laughs> I do. Actually my friend does those birth reading charts. Okay, I keep texting my mom every four months, like hey, what, what time was I born at? And she texts me back and then I always forget to do something with it and I never get it done. How do you not know the time you were born? It was like the middle of the night. I don't know. I was born at 9.01 PM.
1: I've known that. I saw it on my birth certificate and I've known that since I was a kid. And I would always celebrate my birthday at 9.01, not nine o'clock. I was still like, I'm still young. And then 9.01 hits and I'm like, oh, I'm a year older.
0: I think it's because mine is like three or four in the morning. So maybe that's why I don't celebrate it right on the dot. <laughs> so you still don't even know. That's no, but I do remember the, like watching the Gilmore Girls and there's an like Lorelai would come into Rory's bedroom right at the moment she was born and wake her up and say, on this day, at this time you were born. And she'd be like, thanks, mom, I'm tired. And I was like, thank God my mother never did that. I think I would have like been like, ah. I'm going to be that mom. I just hope that my kid's born at a decent hour. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so on that note, so you believe in <laughs> astrology. So this is definitely an important like a, a perfect article. I did not I know that. I do. I was I excited. I was excited when you sent it to me. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is great." Okay, perfect. And for our listeners who are not into astrology, there's your moon sign, but there's also your star alignment or like the sun alignment as well apparently oh, or like see, the I don't house of this, yeah. I can't get that deep into it. <laughs> I people who read your birth chart, they get deep. Oh, I know.
1: My friend is like, your second house on the Uranus-Pluto moon of the tritepular. I'm like,
0: can you just tell me in English, please? Yeah. Like, just tell me what this means. Let me read you your sex horoscope. First, Scorpio, it's all about putting your cards on the table, according to the astrologer, who says that their preferred position would be to have sex up against a wall. Scorpios are known to be the most mysterious sign of the Zodiac, and whilst they can be difficult to read, sexually they will tell you what they want and when, said Lucy. A Scorpio is likely to text you at 2 a.m. saying, be at my house in 20 minutes, I want sex this way. Their transparency is bold, refreshing, and often a bit kinky. How do you feel about that? Does that does that reflect you? You know what's so
1: funny? when it, Every time I tell people I'm a Scorpio, they're like, oh my God. It's like all of a sudden it's always related to sex, and... To be honest with you, I have never been someone who was really that much into it until recently. Like, it's so weird, even with any boyfriends I was with. I guess maybe because I'm coming to realize that it just wasn't a compatibility. Yeah. That's really what it is. I mean, I don't think I'm going to be telling somebody, be at my house at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, let's fuck. But (laughs) Uh, Or put me up against the wall. I mean, you know what? I am down for some crazy stuff. But again, that's only because... You know, when you find a person that you are interested in doing that kind of stuff with, it's fine. Otherwise, uh-uh, just regular is fine for me or just don't bother me.
0: Um, I go into... I was talking about this on an earlier episode, I think, this season, Fuck Demon Mode, where mm-hmm. nothing can stop me, and I need, I can't concentrate on anything. This, like, sounds a lot more like me. I want to, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do the Sagittarius one, and then we're going to compare and contrast. Okay, so, good? let's do that. Yeah. Okay. The body part ruled by the sign of Sagittarius is the thighs. Having them held, licked, or stroked can be a massive turn-on, Lucy explained. Hmm. All right, then. I mean, my friends do call me Thunder Thighs in a loving way. <laughs> Sagittarius are naturally independent and not needy. They won't hang around for a lover or an orgasm. Doggy is the perfect position for them, as it gets right to the G spot. No hanging around.
1: I mean, I feel like that—that's isn't that, to everyone. I but, mean, would you would you stay if you're
0: not getting an orgasm? But also, like, I don't think your zodiac sign determines your anatomical position, right? Like, in terms of like the like the internal anatomy and like angle of your vagina and uterus, like. Or I don't think that
1: your, um, your, your zodiac sign can determine whether your partner knows how to give you one or not.
0: Yeah, but also I think the G-spot's like a bit of an overrated like aim. Like I'm much more about like, this is where the clitoris is. Can we try that? yes like that's the easier way around I still don't know where the g-spot is um that's because it doesn't like there's a lot of uh there's no science to prove that it actually exists and it was found by this one doctor and so what people here now I'll I'll educate you on the g-spot I'm excited whenever there's been autopsies on like women looking and they look for the g there's no g-spot there's no actual like one thing that's in every single woman's body that you can point to and go yes that is the g-spot so what we think it might be and what researchers think it might be is a certain nerve cluster that you can access in certain shape shape bodies or like you reach, you know, you get a certain aspect of it and there's like a nerve center there that just feels really good. But I really don't think it matters if the G-spot like exists or not, because if something feels good, you should do it again. I agree. I mean, there are certain positions where it just hits a certain way and it's like, wow, what's that?
1: Sometimes I'm thinking, is that the G spot? But then I'm like, where is it again? Like, can't find it. But it depends on the mood you're in, the position you're in. And I feel like sometimes the depth of this, or maybe how
0: big the guy is, you know? Yeah, the shape, if it does the curvy hook thing the way their fingers mm-hmm. could. Um, have you heard of the A <laughs> spot? Because the A spot's like my new favorite thing. I mean it's, I am the A spot,
1: the astra spot. <laughs> amazing.
0: So you're gonna call yours the astra spot. It's called like the the thing is called the interior fornix, and it's once again like a nerve cluster, but mm-hmm. it's up near the cervix, but you can only access it when you're fully aroused because like your vaginal walls like tent up and around the cervix, which gives you easier access to the nerve Wait, cluster. Tell me what that feels like because I think I might have just felt it. Okay, you know when you're getting fucked by a dick that's like properly long and and they Gigantic, go all like the way in?
1: Anaconda. Right, they yes. go all the
0: way in and it just feels like I have no better way of explaining it other than it feels good in like your stomach and your chest and your like whole body. Like it's more than just like that deep, like your thighs start to quiver. Yes. But it's not a shallow spot. It's like a deep spot. That's the A spot. Oh, then, yes, I actually just had that recently. (laughs) Isn't it
1: amazing? I I was like, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but holy shit, this feels fucking
0: great. Yeah. And and it was like it hurts, but it feels so good. Yeah, because they're like pushing up against the cervix, which is not exactly a a painless experience. (laughs) Exactly. I always think to myself, I'm like, holy shit, you're breaking an ovary or something. But it's not just like it's not just like a big dick. Like you can have an average dick that reaches that spot if it's shaped the right way. You know, like I will say sometimes an average dick feels better than a big dick because you can do more with it as opposed to just like, oh, I'm being pounded and I feel nothing because I'm numb. Yeah. From the inside. Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
1: Like I said, too, I also feel like it depends on the um, on how comfortable you are with somebody, how relaxed you are, because sometimes, you know, it's weird because I've had the big dicks that can kill me. And then I've had the big ones that are just like, wow, this feels great. And I'm like shocked because normally I'm I, I run from a big one.
0: Yeah. I I always talk about like, I mean, I've met people who are what we call size queens and they're like, no, it needs to be this. I actually met someone the other day who was saying that like she actually needs a big one because she has vaginismus. So if the dick is not the right shape or the head is the wrong shape or it's not the right length, she'll try and like basically fight it out. Her body will try and like push it out and fight it out. So if it's big enough, it's like, you know, keeps the whole thing open. Enough. Really? Yeah, apparently. But she still sick take a lot of breaks. So I'm like, I, I can understand being a size queen in that case if you need, if you have like really tight vaginal muscles and go to therapy for it and need a certain shape for it to feel good. I get that. But See, I like, feel like
1: I would suffer. I've suffered from that when I've had a boyfriend I'm just
0: not into. It's like pushing it out. And I feel like it's my body rejecting him. Yeah, because you're not aroused and don't want to fucking do it exactly Maybe. yeah i feel like feel like it's a chore at that yeah. point but like that like i whenever i meet guys we are like you just need a big dick i'm like you don't need a big dick is is a big dick with an unskilled man is not going to feel better than a average or like smaller dick with a guy with skill you mm. know yes. especially when when like over 80% of women orgasm from like clitoral stimulation alone why would a big dick matter like yeah sure it feels good but like if you're not going to orgasm from it
1: right it doesn't matter at all it doesn't yeah that's why when people talk about oh size, I'm like size really doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't because I've had some great sex with an average dick. Yep, it's called average for a reason. It is the a- <laughs> like, but at the same time, there is no such thing as average. There's just right because what makes it
1: average? It's just what because because uh, most guys have a certain. I feel like I don't know. I not, listen, not that I've had many dicks in my life, but out of the ones that I've had, it's like if I were to line everyone up, you know. I know the ones who are the bigger and the ones who are, like, more of the comfortable,
0: I guess. Yeah. And they all look different from each other. I mean, like, there's no, like, it's not like an average dick looks the same. You can take two average-sized dicks and put them beside each other, and they're going to look nothing alike and feel completely different.
1: (laughs) It's how the guy moves their hips, too.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Or lack of. I totally love when the guys the next day are like, my ass is killing me, and I'm like, good. Yeah. Absolutely, that's right. Or
1: they're like my thighs. I'm like, good now you see what it feels like. Yeah, because it's like when we're on top and we have to do all the work, which I don't mind sometimes. Sometimes my thighs are on fire.
0: I don't like to be on top because I I don't. don't. I'm five foot two. I'm five three. And I find that like, I can't get my, I don't have the height to like properly like do what they want me to do. And if I just do the thing that feels good, it doesn't like look hot. You know what I mean? Well, let me
1: ask you this. When you're on top, are you on top with your knees down on the bed
0: or with your feet down on the bed? Like you're squatting. Yeah. I would say knees. I can't like, am I doing it wrong? No, no, no. Am I doing it wrong? (laughs) I'm not, I can't, I'm like, I can't lift if I'm doing that squat or if I did, when I like went, like you risk breaking a dick. I will say, the, OK, the full squat. I,
1: I've tried both. And for me, OK, lately, I, I prefer the knees because, you know, when you're on the bed, it's soft. However, if you do do the squat position, you have more control because you can lower yourself to the point where you know it's going to possibly hurt or not.
0: Yeah, I guess for me, it's more like my knees, like I'm worried about.
1: <laughs> well, that's deep, when I feel like I get knees. stuck because then again, it depends on the size of the dick now. So if the dick is too big and you're on your knees and you're in too far, that's when
0: it's going to be painful. So you right. have to be on your feet, feet to kind of lift yourself a little bit more. I just like to lean forward. So we're chest to chest. I think also some of it is like literally like shape of the vagina, like the, True. the, the direction it faces. Like I like to it, lean forward too. Yeah, the lean forward always feels better. It, but like even then, sometimes I'm on top and I'm like this, is like, this is boring. It's not as I can't get the right angle when I'm on top. Maybe that's I, why I don't like being on top. It doesn't feel good enough for it to be like fun. I used to never like being on top and now I don't mind it, but I kind of want to try
1: it. I've been nervous to try it. I want to try that reverse cowgirl where you're like on top, but you're backwards.
0: Yeah. I just don't want him looking at my butt. That's what he wants though. Um, you know what? I think it's <laughs> really fun to do that. There is this meme of like, you know, what the guy sees with the girl on top and it's like a beautiful ass and <laughs> hair, what the girl sees. And it's just a picture of like men's gross feet. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's the thing. Like, I, I've been wanting
1: to try it. I've, I mean, I think I've done it in the past. I don't even remember. But, like,
0: lately I've wanted to try it, and I'm just too like embarrassed to turn around. I'm just like, oh, don't look at me like that. Well, tell them what you have to do is uh, make it sexy. Be like, I'm gonna blindfold you, and you're not gonna know what I'm gonna do. And then, and then you can just do it, and not have to worry. And they're gonna be like, what is this? And you'll be like, a crazy new move I discovered. It's just. I mean, I usually category. I usually like having sex in the dark anyway with just one candle. So this way, it's like you can see the silhouette. That's about as much as you can see. By the way, that's very romantic. Is that like a romance choice or like a don't look at me choice? (laughs) I mean, I guess it's a. it could be a mix of both. I don't know. I I guess it's
1: like you want to set the mood and look sexy, but yet you just don't want them to see everything. I don't want them to see any like
0: blemishes or anything. I mean, I I guess I don't care about that at a certain point, especially because like women take so much better care of their skin. True. like, Like... uh, like, I look at the I look at guys' bodies, and they don't take care of them. And I'm like, eh, if you can have an ingrown, I can have an ingrown. If you can well, have body hair, I can have body hair. Are if you the, a music you, on or music off person? Um, I am a music on. I could do either or. I prefer music, but I have had partners in the past who are very distracted by it and couldn't, like, concentrate. Really? So, like, yeah. But I, like, uh, I have, like, these two friends where, like, they like to fuck to, like, Oh, my God. Like v- medieval Viking chanting, like just stuff like what? that. Like that's the vibe they
1: like. See, and I made a little playlist. It's so funny because my playlist is on Spotify and it has the devil face on it. Oh, so please So my like... That's my sex playlist. I'm always just, looking for sex playlists, by the way. Yeah, I put a whole bunch of, like, you know, like, sex-related songs on there. But now I'm starting to think. I'm like, do you think he's getting bored of my selection? Do I? Th- do you think I should say, hey, do you want me-, want me
0: to add some of your favorites in here? Like, I don't know. Or is make it just make make his selfish? own. own nah, No, make him make his own playlist and try that one time. Guys I are le- lazy. I need different playlists for different moods. Like, if we're going to do some kinky shit, we'll just put on the best of R- Rammstein or, like, some, like, death metal. Uh, but if we're, oh like... I love Taylor Swift what? and I would totally fuck to Taylor Swift. Like, hell no. I fuck to The Weeknd and Ariana Grande. No, I get that. I'm thinking more like, like sighs and crying and holding each other in your arms when you're done. Like if oh, you want like romance, like she's good I, for. But like also I really like, um, I have like a sex playlist that I made for Oasis and it's all like R&B. I do put R&B too. I
1: like I the old school throwback R&B. Like some of it is really good.
0: Yeah, like I'm. Well, I don't know what your old school version is. I'm like early two thousands. Like let's. I think oh yeah, no, mine's nineties. Oh, is Usher R and B? Yes. Okay, good. So I got that category right.
1: It's like a <laughs> so lot you of Usher. To Usher. Climax okay. by
0: Usher. That's about it.
1: <laughs> you know what? I got to throw some Usher in. I. I... I've never really been a huge fan, so I was like, eh. I prefer, like I said, the weekend. I take a couple of songs from um, Fifty Shades of Grey, of course. Yes, well, there's that you know Taylor Swift cover from Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the only one I will listen to
0: on there. Yeah, so sexy. That's the only Taylor Swift song I should say I would have sex okay. to. Okay, you should listen to Dress because it's all about taking off your dress. That's why that one's hot. Those are like my Who two. Who the hell is wearing a dress when you're in the bedroom? Well, the point is like you're at like a sexy night out and you've got a dress on, and so it's and the lyrics are like, I only wore this dress so you could take it off. So it's, like, part of the, like, big reveal. Okay, that's fine. Um, another See, I, song.
1: I, I do like wearing the, um, the lingerie, but it's, like, it doesn't last long.
0: Yeah, so I'm a fan of, like, I have my, like, expensive stuff that I'll wear under a nice dress if I'm going on a date and then, like, not eat too much, specifically. So there's, like, the expensive reveal of the mm-hmm. expensive lingerie that was comfortable enough to keep on properly. Is it the latex? No, I would not wear latex underneath for a five hours. Like, <laughs> latex I've actually worn out to dinner before. Oh, you which have? Is, yeah, I have, like, a latex dress that's, like, cups and, like, a dress. Ooh, that's sexy. It is, yeah. It's, like, uh, you feel like Kim Kardashian, like, on the red carpet. In I one. still,
1: you know what? I still need to try to figure out how to wear something latex.
0: Message me on Instagram. We'll I figure will. something out. I will. I want something hot and sexy. I, I can, can even take, suggest- like, a...
1: A boudoir picture.
0: Yeah. I can even suggest like some like cheap Etsy stores if you want to try and see if you hate it. Like, (laughs) that's also an option. I just don't want to sweat to death. That's the only thing. You will um, at the beginning. But you get used to it. I promise. (laughs) My Um, gosh. My friend told me the other day that Kelly Rowland's Motivation is her sex song. You should add Mm -hmm. that to your playlist if you remember that one. OK, that's another old school. R&B. That if is you good need one. Like, music to add to your.
1: Actually, you know what? Let me let, let me go look at my playlist right now. I'll give you a couple of my my things that I have on here that you can uh, you can add. Let's see. So I have The Weeknd. Call out my name. Of course, like I said, a bunch of weekends. Uh, oh, Pony from Genuine. Oh, I got that.
0: Doing it. LL Cool J. I don't Oh, I should get that one. Wait, I'm going to go look up mine. Let's compare. <laughs>
1: I love how this whole podcast just switched gears.
0: We're going to, we were talking about astrology and now we're going to talk about our fuck <laughs> our playlist. Our sex playlist. Yeah. Uh,
1: I also have a uh, good for you from Selena Gomez, body party from Sierra.
0: I have body uh, party by Sierra. Okay.
1: Okay. I okay. So my playlist, red light
0: special TLC. I don't, but I should add that one. I have, why like, don't you
1: just use my playlist? Can't we share on like Spotify? You could do yeah, that, right? We I'm should. So, I'm so Spotify dumb, but I think that do you people have, can um, like.
0: Okay, Tadow by Masago with F.K.J. No. Okay, uh, Swimming Pools Kendrick Lamar. No. Okay, uh, Heartbeat Childish Gambino. No. S.N.M. Rihanna. No. My, I don't... Okay, my playlist goes through four <laughs> different genres of music, so that I can pick a different section depending on on what I feel for that whole ten minutes of sex I'm having at How that. How about morning. Freak Me from Silk? Ooh, no. baby! I feel like you oh, and I yeah. should start a joint playlist. <laughs>
1: we should just add to it and then it's like, you'll never know what you're going to get when you're going to have sex. You're just going to put the playlist on yeah. and be like, oh, that's not my choice, but that must be hers. Okay. Oh, Let Me Love
0: You by Mario. I think I might have that one. I have a friend named Bombay who's a music producer and I have mm-hmm. one of his sexier beats on just so that every time I play the sex playlist, he's getting a play on Spotify. Okay. What about he's... Sexy Love from Neo? Ooh, I don't have that one. I'm actually not like a huge r&b person i only discovered this specifically for fucking like i okay. was like okay you this know is what the, you need
1: yeah. you need bruno mars gorilla that has been my shit for the longest okay well i will
0: we'll have to compare after all right everyone those are our sex song <laughs> recommendations for you if you you're know into what? So,
1: so back to the um horoscope thing yes should we look at the heart now do these horoscopes would you say that they are only for women or would you say that this can you know be
0: be for men as well. So I I feel like this article is targeting women because I know who's reading this article and it's definitely not men. True. Uh, Well, there are some men that are very into astrology. (laughs) There are. But I think overall, like the Daily Mail is is very much about like gender targeting to get the most of it. But do you have a partner? Because we could read their horoscope and see if it like because my husband's a Leo. I mean, we could talk about the partner I'm talking about. So he is a cancer. All right.
1: Oh, my best friend's a cancer. And they do say, which is so funny, they say Scorpio and Cancer are, like, great matches. And the funny part is is I've never in my life dated
0: a Cancer, and I always had wanted to. Are you ready? I am. According to Lucy for Cancerians, sex is all about comfort and depth of connection. A Cancer would be spooning sex post-Netflix sesh, wearing their lover's old football shirt and no pants a cancerian would risk a cramp in the neck while spooning to turn around and maintain eye contact with their lover. For them, sex is a two-person journey with a Michael Bublé soundtrack and picnic food. Well, I guess I gotta add Michael Bublé now. Yeah, is that a... Does that <laughs> seem like you're your... your uh, does he like yeah. to fuck you while spooning?
1: He just likes to just get it, I guess, you know? I, I, <laughs> this does not <laughs> seem accurate, Lucy. Oh, my... I mean, listen, what guy wouldn't want to be spooning and who wouldn't want to be having sex and who... And, and who doesn't get a cramp sometimes?
0: I mean, sometimes like. Or it's more like they're going to risk a cramp so they can like look you dead in the eye and make out, even though the position's I mean, like, listen, uncomfortable. I
1: don't think he's bending like a pretzel to look. <laughs> no. I mean, okay. we do look in the eye for sure, but it's in the moment. Are you in like the a, moment? Okay. Are you like a sex with your eyes open or eyes closed mostly person? Oh, that's tough because it depends on the position and it depends on what's happening at that moment. Yeah. I feel like I am primarily an eyes closed person. Me too. Primarily eyes closed. Cause I like to kiss with my eyes closed. Yeah. I like to. And like, you can really feel it when your eyes are closed versus. Yeah. You know? Yes. I like, like when we're, yeah, I pretty much do. I mean, listen, I will open my eyes because I don't want us to like, cl- like crack our heads if we're like trying to kiss each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I don't want to be like banging teeth, but, <laughs>
0: but for the most part, yeah, I think I was mostly, mostly eyes closed. Okay, I'm gonna read my husband's because I'm like skimming it now and it's hilariously not accurate. What is he again? He's a Leo. Oh, okay. Well, at the my other mother. end of the spectrum is also my dad, also my sister. No, my sister is a Virgo. I'm gonna do hers after this. Okay. 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 At the other end of the spectrum is the Leo who says Lucy says who Lucy says love to get frisky on furniture. For Leo, sex is naughty, expressive, passionate, and dramatic. She said Leo's love to be the center of a room and at the center of their lover's gaze. Oh my God, this is my husband's an introvert who is like. <laughs> Can we just do it in here because it's easier cleanup? Leo's naturally exude leadership and love to take control in the bedroom. She added, "The chair grind is the perfect position for a Leo because they are standing up and can be the sexual star of the show." My husband wants to be the star of nothing. <laughs> he just wants—he just wants to come and be done. He, well, it's just in life. Like he came on this podcast for three episodes and he doesn't have social media. And like, where can where can we find you? He's like, "Don't find me. Don't look for me. Don't find me. Don't." Oh wow! Yeah, like that's the kind of her. I had to like convince him to come on he's like okay i should have him come back he's a lot of fun um, i do remember
1: the last time we did the podcast where you were like oh he just walked in i'm like bring him on i want to see him and he was like he just peeked in real quick i was like oh like it's like he doesn't want to be seen
0: yeah that's him okay which is why that's this was funny. funny versus okay virgo my sister's a virgo mm-hmm. um okay devil is in the detail they're not scared to slow things down they tend not to rush sexual encounters for them it's a marathon not a sprint tantric sex is a pro okay you know what i think i'm done with this i think i can't you can't I think, think I'm about done that. with these
1: horoscopes. I am. I just want to know where they come up with these horoscopes, and who is this person that is being deemed qualified to uh, to
0: talk about this? Because Let me. I, I'm going to look her up her website. Yeah, Lucy Porter. I would, Porter, love, I would love to see
1: if we can compare two different astrologists, sex
0: astrologists, and see exactly how they feel about these uh, breakdowns. She's an astrologer, a dating and love advisor. I'm on her website right now tarot queen and high priestess living and working in the city. What city? I'm here to show you how to Yeah, maybe. Um, (laughs) Of the wild, juicy, and powerful being that you already are. I hate when people describe things as juicy. Mm. Um, Awakening inner wisdom doesn't have to happen with a guru. I mean, she's got a really cute website. Like, it's got really cute graphics. Mm -hmm. But is it legitimate? That's the question. (laughs) Well, how do you know if anyone in astrology is legitimate? I mean, I read tarot cards, but like... Mm -hmm not professionally, right? like just for fun with friends. And I keep flashcards with me because I like, I call it my science readings. Some people are like, they get do intuitive readings where they feel what the card means. And I'm like, nah, man, I got to make sure that this is accurate. So I'll like look at my flashcards and be like, yeah, okay. I I did remember what this was because I have a lot of anxiety of giving someone a wrong reading. Do you have your cards? I do. Do you want me to go get them? I would love for you to do a quick reading for me. Okay. One moment. Okay, great.
1: I'm excited. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hear her running. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. (laughs) Okay. um, I'm going to, how about a sex reading? It's funny because I heard you running and I was like, I hear her running. I heard the pitter patter of your
0: feet going. I would love a sex reading. Okay. So the way that I do my tarot card readings are in general. Tarot card is like, Tarot cards are m- a mindfulness divination tool. It's not necessarily about your future so much as like learning about what you need to know for yourself for your future. So the way that I'm going to do this, because it's a virtual reading, is I'm going to shuffle the cards and you are going to ask a question and focus your energy on the shuffle and you're going to tell me when to stop. Okay. I can't shuffle though because I have really small <laughs> baby hands.
1: Let's you have small everything it seems like at the Tiny, point. <laughs> thick thighs,
0: small hands. Thick thighs and small everywhere else. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to shuffle. You're going to ask and, and stop. Pick a, okay. Do you want me to pull the top card or do you want to pick a card? Like top, to pick bottom a card of, in the middle. Middle? Mhm. Okay. Uh Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm like shall I just pick randomly? We just
1: just spread it out. And then I'll tell you where to point a finger. I'll put, I'll put a finger. Okay, that works for me. So I'm just going to spread out the middle. Yes. And, and yes. Wait, back, 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 back. Okay. Back one more. No, back one more. This one. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: Okay. What, what's your question?
1: My question we'll is Will my soulmate be rearing his ugly head before 2020 ends, 2021 ends, or into
0: 2020? 2022. Okay. Am I going to flip towards you or towards me? Oh. I deal with reversals, so I want to... Oh. um, I Well, I, I think you should t- flip towards you. Flip towards me. Oh, no, okay. the other way. The way that you just did it. This way. Yes. There you go. Okay. So we have the Knight of Pentacles reversed. Pentacles, Uh, by the way, normally cups is like the feelings one, so the fact that we pulled pentacles is fascinating because pentacles are about like the material plane Ooh. and... So sometimes it points to, like, a rich man. Oh, great. Um, but let's see where this is going. Oh, great. Because <laughs> it's also rich and broke real quick. And knights usually are about, like, uh, rash action and, like, heading into battle without thinking things through. Ooh, okay. Interesting. So your question was about if you're going to find him before the end of 2021 One, yeah. or after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so this is talking about... Um, Being stuck in a routine or just a desire for change in your routine. Um, And also, if this was like a work question, it talks about like neglecting things outside of work. So I don't know how hard you've been working, But I'm getting the sense that the cards are saying that if you're going to find this man, you're going to have to shake things up and try something different than what you've been doing. Well, it's funny because I have been picking up extra jobs like I've been working my ass off lately. Yeah. So maybe maybe this card is saying, I mean, obviously, like the hustle is important and we got to pay our we got to pay our bills. But I think what this is saying is that if you're focused too much on career, you're not leaving yourself open to finding those new romantic partners or or a potential new romantic soulmate. Or what it's
1: saying, since you mentioned rich man, it's telling me that I need to stop working so much. So when I find him, everything's
0: going to be taken care of. <laughs> that's an excellent reading. And that works, too. I <laughs> uh, I have I do not try and make my choices based off of future money that doesn't exist or men exactly. with money that
1: don't exist. Like, Listen, I, I am a man with money.
0: I make my own money. <laughs> yeah. Whenever people are like or I was talking to someone about how like, uh, like, OK, listeners, here's a secret. I am a poor person. OK, I've got dual income and no children. And that's why I'm not a poor person person. But if my husband dies, <laughs> I have to move back in with my parents. Subscribe to the Patreon at Sex News with Ray. Uh, Patreon.com. But like my dream <laughs> is to make $40,000 Canadian a year. That's like 30,000 US all by myself with with no like without another boss paying me. That's like a very low goal and bar to set, in my opinion. Yeah, that's very low. I like to set achieve, but like, that's that's year one of starting all of my own businesses, you know. I feel like that's, like, a really great, you know, that'll be, like, a way to, for me to be, like, okay, we made it this year. Amazing. That's a very humble way of looking at it. I like I, that. I had someone say to me, like, but, like, why don't you base it off of what you, like, actually want to earn or, like, you know, when you're successful in the future. I'm like, we had a pandemic, guarantee me a successful future and mate like if someone could say you will definitely like if god came down from the he- sky daddy came to i don't believe in sky daddy if the universe could send me a message guaranteeing me a million dollars a year then fine maybe but like so on that note i also try not to um base any of my financial decisions on uh if i'm gonna like find a rich sugar daddy because i'm already married so that's a little hard for me. oh yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's definitely out of the cards for you Yeah.
1: And for me, the way I look at it is trying to find a rich sugar daddy. I cannot. I, I just, I cannot see myself being with someone that I am not attracted to just for money. Money doesn't make me wet. And that's no. what I tell everybody all the time because they're like, why would you not do that? I go, because I need to be attracted to you. I can't just like, like, because you have money doesn't make me think you're attractive.
0: No, I think uh, guys get confused by that. Money's like a little bonus, but I think like it's the same thing We're dating a woman with money is a bonus because you don't need to worry about money. People don't like to worry about money. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in a relationship where you don't need to, like, we know that women tend to get paid less than men in all of their industries. And we know that even in the same industry, women will get paid less than men. And I don't know about other people, but financial stability is something that is, like, very sexy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I see Absolutely. financial stability and I think, thank fucking God, you're, like, someone to build a future with. Or I say having met my husband when he was a student, but I was 23. So it's not like that was, like, super present in front of mine. Mm-hmm. But, like... Financial stability is sexy money, not necessarily proving that you can like, you know, that you're not going to be like living paycheck to paycheck and starving every week. That's low stress. Low stress is sexy to me. Yeah.
1: I mean, listen, would I like to travel
0: weekly on a private jet? Who the fuck wouldn't? But you know what? It's not realistic. Well, that and like you'd get tired of the private jet, like the private jet would become normal and then it wouldn't be fun anymore. You'd have to keep finding new ways to spend your money.
1: I mean I could I don't think I'd ever get tired of a private jet. I'd rather do private than having to fly commercial. Let's like, be true. real. That you know? is true. You would not So at the end of the day, you're not gonna get tired of it. You just That's might fair. you just might get tired of you might run out of places to travel. <laughs> That's true. And I guess if it's a private jet, you can join the Mile High Club with no real problems. You know, I would love to do that, only in a private jet. Yeah. I'm putting that on the bucket list.
0: I've done it on a public Oh, on a private jet plane. or on a commercial? Commercial. I did oh. it on a commercial
1: plane. Did you wear in the bathroom? Of course.
0: Whenever I meet <laughs> people who are like, that's nasty, I'm like, dude, the whole airplane is nasty. The bathroom's not any nastier than the rest exactly. of the airplane. Oh my gosh, I love that. How does but the question is how do you fit? I, I, I okay. can barely fit as one person. I was like 18 years old on my, it's like I, for the Jews listening, I was flying to Israel on my birthright trip. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what a way to do it. And I was with my boyfriend at the time. So we were both like 18, 20. I think I was 18. He would have been like 20, 21. And he was like maybe 5'7". I'm 5'2". It was not as big of a deal. We did it standing because we had that appropriate height difference to be able to have standing sex and not have to be weird. We were literally <laughs> like sardines in a tin can. Um the goal was not to <laughs> orgasm. The goal is to fuck on an airplane. That is true. I mean the furthest I got was I just like touched, you know, an X's dick on the plane underneath a blanket and I was like, "Ooh. Ooh.
1: Wow, I'm doing something crazy." Yeah, I done that
0: on a bus. <laughs> um so on a bus. <laughs> I shouldn't have warned if my parents were listening to this episode, they should I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> Um I sometimes my family listens, sometimes they don't. So oh. um hi mom. <laughs> hi mom. <laughs> Whenever I meet people who are like, well, how how do you have sex in a dirty bathroom? And I'm like, easily. The guy sits down on the toilet. You're on top. That's the only time I'm willing to be on top is when you've got like an elevated seat of some Wait, sort. Wait. If he's sitting on the dirty ass toilet, please tell me you at least put toilet paper down before That's he sits. That's up to him. Whatever he wants. <gasps> My no! ass is going in the, on his lap. He can get whatever acne... He wants. Oh,
1: but his but his ball swinging in the bowl, it could end up hitting the edge and like, oh gosh. Well, that's
0: a him problem, not a me problem.
1: Ah, the nerve! No, in a bathroom stall, you have to probably like, and I've never done it, so I'm not speaking from experience. But just picturing it, you'd have to like doggy style or something i, I would not want to go, go anywhere near the bowl style
0: in a in a bathroom why would you I want to know. sit on
1: a dirty i don't even sit on a dirty Honestly, public bowl the, just to uh, take a
0: pee the door handle i think is dirtier than the toilet bowl because the toilet bowl is getting flushed out with fresh water repeatedly like okay fine there's bacteria from like pooping shit but like it's getting consistently renewed that door handle is not getting
1: washed yeah, but the minute I touch that door handle, I run to wash my hands. And the people I see that walk out
0: without washing their hands, I just want Okay, to vomit. Well, those people are gross. That yeah. being said, <laughs> um, I'm one of those people with a really high immune system. And I think it's like, I maybe that's why. But like I drank from a puddle when I was three and lived. So I think that like... <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm like, yeah, it's good to introduce different bacteria to the body because that's how we have strong immune systems. Hey, I mean, so. true. I think I have a pretty strong immune system, too, but I'm still not going to play with it. <laughs> that's reasonable. Well, I'm not going to lick the balls that just went in the toilet water. That's not... Or but like the in the fact bowl that, of the... <laughs> the
1: fact that it's your man putting his ass cheeks on a dirty <laughs> ass
0: toilet bowl and then th- the fact that you're bringing him home with you on top of that. He can wash his butt. Bo- I don't know. Honestly, I've done some pretty gross shit in my life. I That's like not... In the span of life, I think that there's worse things, you know,
1: Uh, I guess I'm just overanalyzing, but I think to myself, I'm like, "Mm, if I wouldn't
0: do it, I don't want the person I'm with doing it either. I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I think also, like, we have us vulva owners, uh, we have, ours are like a delicate flora fauna balance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're really concerned about, like, not getting yeast and UTIs and BV, but, like, ball sacks don't need to worry about any of that. So, just a little bit of skin. Just wash it in the sink when you're done. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I do have a friend that did just wash his balls in a sink
1: at a restaurant because he <laughs> was like, <laughs> too. <laughs> Why he goes? Because I was hooking up with somebody and I just wanted to make sure my
0: balls were clean. I'm like, I can't. You mind you, <laughs> being the person walking in on the guy, mind
1: you, he is gay, so of course that explains a lot. Yeah. but <laughs> but the mere fact that he's explaining this to me and I'm picturing it, and then he told me that no, it's one of those single like bathroom things, but he said that there was like a a window or something like a low thing where you were able to kind of see in and he goes and I feel like people might have seen me with my balls in the sink I'm like dude that would have been a sight
0: I'd pay to see that um (laughs) come to Oasis Aqua Lounge you'll see guys balls everywhere here's the
1: best part the reason why he had to wash his balls in the sink at the restaurant is because he was trying to come over and I wasn't letting him come over and I was like why do you want to come over he's like I want to wash my balls I'm like in my sink absolutely I'm
0: so glad you didn't come that's amazing (laughs) That's amazing. I'm I, the, I don't like, know. Like, I don't know what I would do. I pee with the door open. So like I, I just I have to remember to shut the door to pee uh, oh. when people are over. <laughs> so I feel like I'm the kind of friend to be like, yeah, you want the garden hose in the back or you want you want the bathroom? Do you want to take a whole shower? What do you need? Do you want some deodorant <laughs> for your inner thighs? What do you need? Oh, my goodness. I love it. I can't. I'm Ultimate super, super wingman. shy. Super.
1: I, like, I don't even like to pee sometimes, even with the door closed and somebody in my apartment because I'm like,
0: maybe they're listening. Um, there is a bathroom at my, my, uh, friend, Steve is the general manager of a pot shop called Mexi Cannabis. Shout out to Mexi Cannabis. They are like opening up this week or by the time this podcast comes out a few weeks ago and they, he, he walks me in and he shows me the bathroom and I don't know what they were thinking, but it's literally two toilets side by side, two sinks side by side. There is no wall between the toilets. There is no sign that there was ever a divider or a wall. Between the two toilets. These are like two side-by-side toilets. So I feel like from now on, my true test of friendship for my friends is going to be whether or not they're willing to hold my hand and pee side-by-side with me in the Mexican cannabis bathroom.
1: I will pass on that one.
0: You don't want to <laughs> hold hands and take a shit and together? No, but no. it brings no. Battle, battle shits <laughs> to a whole new level.
1: <laughs> Listen, for the first time in ages, I just had to pee behind a car after a concert, and I was embarrassed. Oh, I hate that, though, because like you're going to get it on your ankles. Doesn't matter how hard you try. I know. I was. I definitely was like. I was doing spread eagle more than you could imagine. Just
0: why the stream of pee was coming out that I was like, please don't hit my Gucci sneakers, please don't. I want you to know that all the pee fetishists are now loving this conversation, and I feel like at this point we've (laughs) skewed far enough away from sex that we should take a (laughs) short break and then we'll come back with our listener question. Okay. Okay. Hello, everybody. We really want to be able to devote our time to giving you entertaining and educational sex content, and we really don't want to have to run ads. If you like what we do, help us pay our bills so we can keep doing it. Join us at patreon.com slash sexnewswithray. We have three options for the Patreon. You can officially join the Deviants Defining Elite for $3 US a month, and we'll shout you out on an episode. For $6.66 a month, become a fuck demon and get two bonus episodes every month on top of the shout out. I'll be reading sex news fresh off the press. You can join me twice a month for that. For $18 a month, help us live the high life and we'll throw you some merchandise in exchange. To support the podcast, head to patreon.com sexnewswithray and sign up now. Welcome back, everybody. Here's our listener question. I actually asked a question on my Instagram, which is one thing that you asked in sexual health class that was never answered. Um, And we are here to not properly answer this question again for you today. (laughs) Is not being able to come quick an erectile dysfunction thing? That is the listener question. Do you have any initial (laughs) thoughts, Astra? I will say that no,
1: it's not erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction, in my opinion, is someone who just can't get it up. Mm -hmm. But not being able to come. I mean, listen, sometimes people are scared. Sometimes people are nervous. Maybe it's the first time you're having sex. You know, you got to put into perspective what happened during the day and what the mood is. Maybe the mood's just not there, but don't take it. Don't take offense to it. Listen, I've had guys before, too, that didn't come. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, did I ruin something? But it's not. No, it's them. Like, that's it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that because then they come the next time.
0: Yeah. I think there's probably a lot of factors that go into things. And men are told this story that like dicks are easy. You touch it, it goes. You have to try not to come, things like that. But like there's different sensations and sen- like there could be an issue with sensitivity and maybe not erectile dysfunction, but maybe you're just not very sensitive.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: there's actually you're like erection versus ejaculation are controlled by two different um, aspects of the nervous system. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes the body's just funky. We don't know nearly as much about the body as we like to pretend we do. We're all just sort of guessing all the time. So, it could be an erectile dysfunction thing, but it could also not be. It could be something unrelated entirely. It could also be, as you said, maybe it's about feelings in that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, it could also be sometimes a lot of guys I find... Uh, they're about
1: to come right away but they don't want to so they hold back and then they and can't because they right they hold back so much that they
0: just can't do it yeah so it could be that it's really hard to like release those muscles because it's a combination of the nervous system and like your muscular like i mean i know the nervous like i know the brain controls everything but like your muscles are doing one thing the nervous system is sending signals in another way so it could just be that like that's just how your body works and that that's normal and fine um that being said if this is a question that you legitimately want answered, I would honestly suggest contacting a urologist, uh, so, you know, a dick doctor, which I may <laughs> or may dick. not, Dr. Dick, I may or may <laughs> not have told my dad after my sex ed certification course was done that I'm like, dad, I should have become a urologist. I think dicks are so fascinating. And he was like, <laughs> okay, like he, he knew I was joking and we had a really funny laugh about it. But like, I actually like, do think dicks are fascinating. I wish I could have a dick for a day. Right. For a week. I do. I would love to switch bodies with a man
1: for a day. Absolutely. I would just love to. I, I am so crazy that I've had boy, ex-boyfriends where I'm just like, you know what? I want to hold your dick while you pee. Oh, I've done because that. Because I just want to <laughs> know what it feels like. And they're like, this is crazy. I'm like, no, because you have an attachment of a hose. I don't. And I yeah, wanna no, know I've, like
0: how you can control it. I've like wanna watch, I wanna hold it. I yep. wanna <laughs> I wanna whack it. Yep. Um you know what though, I don't wanna switch bodies with a dude. I wanna like try a day as a dude because I wanna maintain my current level of physical fitness and all of the dudes I know, except for like one, work out less than I do. So I wouldn't want to like go from like having great lungs to like swapping with someone who smokes a lot of pot and doesn't work out. You know, that would be a mistake. (laughs) That would not be the full experience. Well, what if it was just your body with a dick on it? Ooh, with my boobies? Yeah. Do I get to keep the tits? Sure. Why not? Honestly, I think I want to try having no boobs like entirely and just like walking around shirtless without people staring because I tan topless at the beach. With your dick swinging in the breeze. Well, maybe I'd banana hammock it up. Who knows? <laughs> okay. But like, I would love to try just like walking around nips out like a man. Nobody thinks it's fucking weird. And like, uh, also jo- going for a jog with no boobs would be right, fun to try. Bouncing, like exactly. not having to wear a sports bra. I want to know how their chest. I'm doing a motion with my hands. kind of like a flopping up and down. <laughs> there
1: are, there are girls that are very flat chested. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Same idea. Technically. Yeah,
0: that's true. But I do want to know what it's like to fuck with a penis. I, I, I feel, do too. Yeah. I want to know what it feels like to get an erection. Mm. I also feel like more men need to understand what it feels like to get fucked. So they understand why sometimes we're just like, nah, just rub my clit. Right. Because you know what? I think it's easier to fuck than to get fucked. Um, I mean, the men are like, but the muscles and I'm like, it's yeah, we have pelvic floor muscles that we have to, you know, be aware of all the Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. We too use our muscles just differently than you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. I definitely, you
1: know, I don't think the pegging thing would be as you know, I, I can't compare. And I, I've thought about that. And like you were like one of the people that told me about pegging. Yeah. But I still it's not going to give
0: me the same like satisfaction okay, because here's... I don't have a growing dick on me. If you want to try pegging and you want to try doing it because you want to feel what it's like to have a dick. I have two suggestions. One, get like if you have money, the Wii vibe, the one that like is half it like clips in and then like the external vibrates or get one of those like harnesses that like has space for a vibrator. Mm Because it's going to give you like the sexual pleasure feedback that you will not otherwise get and get a dick that's the same color as your skin. You're going to look down and be like, that's my dick. And then as you thrust forward, it'll feel good because you're rubbing up against that vibrator. Well, you know how I
1: felt like I had a dick when I've had an ex that has a big dick. What I do is I straddle him and look down between my legs. I look down and I'm like, "Whoa, I'm a dick and I've taken a picture like
0: that before because I'm like, I have a fucking dick between my legs right now. I definitely have done that with partners. I've been like, this is my penis. I'm the one with the penis now. I'm the man here. Mm -hmm. I'm dick dude. (laughs) Call me Raymond. I'm dick bitch. Yeah." (laughs) Astra, where can people contact or follow you if they want to hear more from you?
1: Well, you can always find me on all social media platforms at Astra on the air. And of course, I respond to DMs. Just make sure there's no dick pics involved. Thanks.
0: Wonderful. (laughs) <laughs> Agreed. Not unless unless, you it, pay unless me, it's pretty. <laughs> or you pay me. <laughs> yeah, you pay me, exactly. You can join the Deviants Defining Elite. Join our communities on Patreon at patreon.com slash sex news with Ray. And of course, sex news with Ray on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Submit a listener question through sharewithray.com slash podcast. Email sex Ray at gmail.com or you can DM me through wifebayray or sex news with Ray. DM me anywhere. They are open. Don't abuse it. If you're going to send a dick pic, send it with any transfer. Follow me at Wife Bay Ray on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oh, I'm not really using Twitter, though, so don't do that, really. And Razor Latex on Instagram and OnlyFans. This podcast is engineered and produced by Dave Meisner and is hosted at Sex News with Theme music is by Blank and Brilliant. Special thank you to Blue Microphones. And photography for our logo is by Dolly Shots Photography.